Hello and welcome to the Commander Cody Podcast. This is episode one. We will cover news and dive into what I think episode nine will be. If you'd like to support the podcast, please go to Patreon and pledge what you can. There you'll get perks and early access. This will be a weekly show every Sunday for patrons and Monday for free feeds. Thanks for listening. So let's go. So the first news story we have is Bob Iger in the Disney Plus. I'm going to go ahead and read the quote. Almost every movie the studio makes is a hundred million plus movie. And we're not looking to make movies at the level for that service. We're looking to invest significantly in television series or a per episode business. And we're looking to make movies that are higher budget, but nothing like that. We wouldn't make a Star Wars movie for this platform. When everybody goes on on the weekend and you have a movie that opens up at 200 million, there's buzz that creates and enhances value. We like that. And eventually the movies we're making are going to end up on the service. That's per collider.com. People speculated maybe we'll get like a solo movie on the service, but it seems like they're going to be focusing on TV and television. And I feel like that's kind of the future of how we consume content. We have shows like Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead. I know those the Walking Dead's kind of waning, but we have shows that have very high production quality, and that's what they want out of The Mandalorian. And I think that's what we're going to get. Disney Plus service actually comes out. So it kind of dashes some people's uh, hopes that maybe we'll get some more movie, original movies on the service. But I think, you know, their focus on television is going to be good, and I, I'm really looking forward to The Mandalorian. Another kind of fun news story that just uh, came out recently is via Mark Hamill's own Twitter page. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, read the tweet. Because of the record heat wave in England when we filmed the original Star Wars, most of the pilots wore only the top part of their costume, attacking the Death Star wearing shorts. Hashtag true story. Now, this was a fun little thing, I feel like, for fans, just to kind of picture, you know, the Rebel Alliance taking down the Death Star in in some uh, short shorts kind of thing. So I felt like that was pretty fun, and I feel like that's one thing about Star Wars. You know, sometimes fans get angry, but it's all in good fun. You know, it's uh, it's about space wizards and laser swords and flying through space. It's not really about science, you know, and it's about more about the fantasy and the story and the characters that, you know, drives what Star Wars is, at least to me. So it's good that we can have these kind of little moments, and Mark Hamill's a great ambassador for Star Wars, and he's always out there with fans and engaging, so it was awesome to see that. Next story we have, it's coming from MarketWatch.com. Disneyland Resort is raising prices ahead of the scheduled opening of the Star Wars Galaxy Edge, uh, with the cheapest daily ticket costing more than $100. This, to me, is not really a big surprise just because Star Wars is going to draw in a lot of people, a lot of nerds. And just any normal families, you know, just wanting to experience Star Wars content. And those areas of the park are going to get hit pretty hard. I can see them raising the prices. I can see a ton of merchandising, a ton of little toys, pops, all kinds of stuff like that. That didn't surprise me at all. We're going to be getting uh, higher prices. It kind of sucks. I probably won't be able to go the first year. But I'm definitely looking forward to trying to go to Disney World in Florida and check it out. I'm sure the lines are going to be crazy, but it's just something that I think is going to be really immersive with fans. And even if it's a little bit more expensive, you'll get what you're paid for. Disney always has a quality product and I'm really looking forward to it. So that kind of ends the news section of the show. And so let's go on to kind of the main topic. That is what I think slash what will be in Star Wars Episode Nine. First, I kind of was thinking of possible titles one title that I was really drew me in was maybe The Rise of the Jedi. 
I know we had Return, which is very similar, but I just feel like they're going to incorporate something since the last one was The Last Jedi. It's either going to be a rebalancing of the Force, something to that effect, in my opinion, but we'll see. I hope it's an interesting title, and I hope we get it soon. A lot of people saying that we probably won't get a trailer or the title reveal until Star Wars Celebration in April, but maybe we'll get something before that, maybe during like the Super Bowl or something. I could see them doing um, some kind of reveal. So... According to John Boyega, we're supposedly going to have a one-year time skip. That, I think, has not necessarily been confirmed, but it looks like, you know, some time's going to pass, especially since The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi was literally like 30 seconds, I don't know, like a minute or something, it seemed like. So it's going to be kind of nice that we're going to have a time skip. I feel like that's going to give the J.J. Abrams the ability to kind of create some backstory or create some things without having to actually shoot it on air. Maybe it'll just be on the crawl. I'm thinking it's at least going to be a year. So what can that, what can happen in a year? A lot of things, of course. So when we leave in the Star Wars universe on episode eight, we have Kylo Ren taking control of the first order. So what are we going to, how's that going to affect him and affect, you know, the galaxy? We have Hux who doesn't like Kylo Ren. So, I think they're going to be warring with each other. There's almost going to be like a civil war within the First Order, a power struggle. I think we're going to dive pretty deep. Well, I don't know deep, but I feel like there's definitely going to be some mention of the Unknown Regions and where Snoke and the First Order originated from. It explores that kind of in the comics in Chuck Wendig um, about Ray Sloan. Uh, that would be one of my number one uh, book canon characters to appear in a movie. Um, either a flashback or just something with her in it. That would be awesome. Maybe her showing up saying, it, it, neither one of y'all punks, this is my kind of empire kind of thing. So I feel like we're definitely going to get some tension with Hux and Kylo. And, you know, what about our heroes? We have, you know, Ray, Poe, Finn, uh, Leia, Rose, Lando. So we have a lot to do. And, you know, there's a short amount of time. So my fear is that we're not going to get a, a good, you know, conclusion to some of these characters. I know definitely probably Ray and uh, Finn, um, and then they've promised that Leia will be dealt with, or not dealt with, but she will be handled in a very graceful way, according to our brother. It's going to show them kind of rebuilding. Maybe um, I think Lando's going to play a, a really important role in the Resistance, and maybe he's going to kind of be playing both sides, potentially. I could see that, where... He's like supplying goods to the First Order, but maybe they're faulty or kind of making it seem like he's with them because, you know, he always has that kind of who's he with, double-crossed kind of feels, so I could see that happening. Or just providing aid for uh, Leia and um, the Resistance and either financially or, you know, just hiding them maybe in like an asteroid field or uh, Cloud City. I, I would love to go back to Cloud City and maybe... He has some kind of factory there that's, you know, building ships or something. Um, who knows? And I think, you know, once we, once he learns of Han Solo's death, it was such a short time between episode seven and eight that it, he might not have known that by the time Leia was sending out that distress call. So hopefully maybe on the crawl it says, you know, Leia's uh, distress call was uh, answered, you know, and I hope they like feature Lando quite a bit because I think he's a good character that can really strengthen the film. Another thing that I think is inevitable is we're going to have a Kylo and Rey showdown. Rey will either turn or redeem Kylo, potentially. A lot of people are not wanting that, but it is Star Wars and it is Disney. And I just, 
I have a feeling that Kylo will either when he dies he'll be redeemed. I just I don't th I don't see him surviving the film. I see him dying somehow, either sacrificing himself, or maybe he actually goes down with his empire. Maybe it's some epic space battle where it's like their fleet versus you know the remnants of the resistance or maybe they've built up an army that's how he ends one theory that i saw that was pretty interesting was it kind of ends in like a very big ground battle i think that would be awesome kind of like similar to scarif but on a larger scale and better than hoth or anything like that we just had this huge battle with like at-ats and and just you know x-wings and tie fighters and all kinds of stuff just going at it i think that would be a really cool end or to the skywalker saga and maybe ray's trying to get to kylo and save him or defeat him. So I think that would be a kind of interesting thing, but I definitely, it's going to be the conclusion of those two characters because they've been so important to the to the plot and everything. How are they going to use Luke? A lot of people weren't happy how Luke was portrayed in uh, Last Jedi, even though I personally enjoyed the portrayal because why else would he have abandoned his friends? And it kind of, I don't know. I felt like it was a very good portrayal of the character. I feel like he's going to be, you know, kind of similar to Obi-Wan, helping Rey. Some people want him to kind of haunt Kylo Ren. I think that would be a very interesting idea where he kind of shows up whenever Kylo's having those, like, light side thoughts in his mind where he, he hears the call of the light. And maybe that's Luke saying, you know, you can still turn. Um, it's never too late. Your, your grandfather, uh, my father, you know, Darth Vader, he turned. And maybe showing Luke some like flashbacks of how that happened. I think that would be very interesting. Do I think Rey uh, will be retconned by J.J. Abrams? I don't think so. I think she'll will get you know the end of her story. And I think you know in my opinion, I think the last like scene or last. It, I don't think it will, but it might do like a a time jump, you know, and show or just insinuate that Rey's maybe going off to create her own Jedi Academy, and then that kind of be the end. And then that leaves it open to like maybe uh, Daisy Ridley coming back in like 15 or 20 years. And she's kind of like the wise, you know, older Jedi and she trains them. So I think that would be very interesting to do. So no matter what, I'm excited. It's 2019. I'm counting down the days. You know, I can't wait for this uh, film. I'm super excited for Disney Plus and The Mandalorian. They look incredible. I'm Commander Cody. But if you uh, like my content, please follow on Patreon, uh, Commander Cody Podcast. You can find me there. Also, I'll be on uh, iTunes. I'll try to get on Google Play, Podbean, and just everywhere else that feeds are available, hopefully. So this is something new. I'm doing it. I love Star Wars. If you want to support me, you can, um, either on the free feeds or on Patreon. But... I just want this channel to be about community and why we love Star Wars. And I just, you know, really enjoy it. I'm going to bring you news and rumors when I can and try to have the best production quality for someone out of their extra spare bedroom. So thank you so much for listening. If you uh, want to like or comment or subscribe, please do so. Until next time, Commander Cody signing off.